Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Craig Clark and I'm with Matthew Keelan in Fausto um, and we thought with there being a game on Good Friday then Easter Monday we'd do a bit of a bonus pod looking at the running thinking about some of the fixtures we've played already against these teams um, and just how we see the running panning out um, so I guess we should start with Monday's game against Peterborough uh, what are your thoughts on the previous uh, match against them Matthew? Stands out because I remember they were flying at the time, Peterborough. They were, I think they were top of the league, as they are in October every season in League One. Um, they are the derby of League One. They are, they are the derby of League One. I remember a, a terrible refereeing performance, more so than the game, to be honest. It was 2-2, um, and Oviedo getting sent off sort of cost us the game, really. Although I think we went two one up after after the red card, and uh, that's right, we did. Um, Jerome Sinclair, the referee, by the way, was David Coote. Well, not someone I'm familiar with. Well, he's a terrible referee. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, that's, that it does stand out that his referee and performance was terrible. But uh, if I remember rightly, the Oviedo red card was justified. Well, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it just kicked him. I think, if I remember. And a man of kind of his experience, the levels of football he's played at, it was it was pretty unforgivable. You'd think he'll play on uh, on Monday, though. You would think so. Uh, well, he was excellent yesterday. So he was. He, I think when you've got him and McGeady on the left, I mean the quality shines through. That could, that left side could play in the Premier League. Yeah, well, it has. <laughs> Just not for us. Um, not together either, but both for Everton, ironically. Yeah. Um, but yeah. They're not together for Everton. Well, they're not together at Everton. Oviedo will have been with us by that point, wouldn't he? Um, I don't know. We could look at that later. It's probably not really that important, I suppose. But e- either way, they look good together, and um, that's certainly a partnership we'll be hoping will stick together. Because you'd think, with them resting Ledbetter yesterday, I suppose we can talk a little bit about the game. I know we did that rather drunken yeah. reaction pod yesterday. But he, there's an opportunity to rotate the side, so Ledbetter was on the bench. He, he, he might come in and play alongside uh, Catamore. Yeah, I think it's something we have to do. Look at that. As good as they were yesterday, and as routine a win it was, we can't just play the same team. But two, like, what two games in four days? And I think we've fallen victim of this before, thinking, oh well, that was great. We'll just play the same team, and then playing, it, and that's how we've ended up. I think with like niggling injuries again. I think someone like, for example, McGeek, who would be a really useful body to have at this moment because he was playing well. But because he hadn't played for so long, 
he played three in a row in a really short space of time yeah. and you wonder if that had an impact don't you well it probably did and I think yesterday as well I don't know if you noticed Ozturk um, pulled up at the end of the game with cramp he hasn't played for like six months basically and because the, the games he has played have virtually played at friendly pace in the checker trade so but just looking at Peterborough's form they're in the sort of middle of the pack at the minute which will worry them because they're obviously in the, in the sort of hunt for a playoff spot so over the last six games they've won f- sorry over the last ten they've won five drawn four lost one drawn one lost four but at home their the form's actually pretty good I thought their home form was less good than their away form but actually they've of the last four games they've won three and lost one so and before and over a slightly longer spread won four drawn one lost three our away form is pretty good though so that is encouraging Um We've got the third best over the last four games and we've got the fourth best over the last eight games. We haven't lost in the last eight away. Well, that was at, that would have been at Portsmouth, was it? That defeat? There was it's zero defeats in the last eight. I mean, obviously, the further back you go, we'll find a defeat and it will be Portsmouth. So, all right, there's a lot of draws in there and we'll probably need to avoid drawing. I think Peterborough... Although they are obviously in a reasonable spell at home, I think that's an eminently winnable game based on the fact that they aren't the team that we played uh, last year. And we're, I think we're a better side than them. Well, I think even with even with 10 men at, at home, like we were, we were the better side in that game, if I remember. And I think that the way they play as well, they're, they're, gonna come, they're not going to... A point's useless to them as well, so like the, it's going to be quite an open game, which has suited us, really, apart from against Coventry, has generally suited us. When teams have tried to play football against us, we've just beaten them, really. The, the difference with Coventry was they had something that a lot of these other teams, like, for example, Doncaster didn't have, was that kind of pace and power running through the middle of the side, plus we played 4-4-2, which I don't think worked. Well, it just played into their hands playing 4-4-2 because it was just static. But... I think, weirdly, and I mean, I'm so I'm really glad he changed back to what he knows, and it did work, and I wouldn't be changing away from it. But I actually think the way that game panned out yesterday, if he played four four two, it would have been fine because they were just so insipid. Yeah, well, I think as well, like I think it was a combination against Coventry of the formation and just inept performances. Really, I think if he'd have played them two centre half against Coventry, it's easy to say this: we wouldn't have conceded five goals. Probably not. I mean, I think for Flanagan and Baldwin, it's been talked about a lot. And I thought Phil Smith in particular uh, last week talked about it really well. I mentioned this on Thursday. Um, Like Flanagan evidently isn't really a centre-back. And I think he's played really well there for the most part. But maybe it's if he was to come back in, it might be because you want to rotate the squad, you might bring him in at full-back. I mean, he he could shore things up against, for instance, Portsmouth, who will come on to now. Um, you could play him at right back because O9's form has been a bit indifferent. He was better against Doncaster than he has been lately, but they will and did, I think, target him a bit at Wembley. Yeah, well, I think in, in, in Coventry certainly did as well. I know she Burton did as well. And you would. He's not a fullback. He's done. He's performed admirably, really. Like for, considering he's a an attacking midfielder playing at fullback, but I would be t- like. He was fine yesterday, but Doncaster were rubbish, really. They had nothing on the left to trouble us at all. He took a, he took a few clatterings, mind, so I don't know if maybe he could do with being taken out of the team 
fitness-wise? Well, the one thing with 09, he clearly is someone who works really hard on his fitness and his attitude's exemplary. And you do look at him and think, he's actually got an engine, hasn't he? And that's one of the reasons he's probably suited a right-back, because he can get up and down the pitch. Yeah, I think, and he's shown that. It's just the only... The the, the issue is, and you're going to get this, because he's not a right-back, is positionally... There were times yesterday he almost found himself playing centre half, and he, thus meaning the right midfielder then has to drop back in the right back, and you you sort of all over the place. So I think you're right. Like Flanagan could be a shout to play, particularly against Portsmouth at right back. Although when we lost three one at Portsmouth, so nine did score from right back. He did. Well, he's he's got most of his goals from right. Well, he's played most of the season at right back. To be fair, he's barely played in midfield, and I know there have been the midfield though for me. Well, the only way he would now is if because of the amount of games we've got in a short space of time. If he wanted to rotate it, as I say, I think that O'Nine's got great sort of like physical attributes, and I think you could move him in if you wanted to rest, say, Honeyman. But Honeyman to me is another one who is not someone you'd worry about having to play three or four games quick off the bounce. It's more Catamol led bit of the sort of sort of slightly older players. And Catamol's, as we know, his fitness isn't the greatest. It never has been. No, well, he's not naturally fit, is he? Like, he's not. He doesn't appear to be, through no fault of his own, I guess, like a, a fit, a fit player. But I think he could. He was brilliant yesterday. Would you mentioned Ledbetter coming in? Would would he come in for Catamol? I was just thinking that because then you save Catamol for Portsmouth. And talking about thinking about Portsmouth, their form. Obviously, this is subject to change when they play again on Monday. <coughs> um, but Portsmouth have won the last six games. They've only lost one of the last eight. Their away form is the best in the league. Um, it's they've won four in a row away, and then over eight games they've only lost two. Um, and they would, I think, I suspect, they'll probably fancy their chances. They're they they're, they're, they are the form team in the division at the moment. So they are well, they're flying on. I think I was saying to my dad earlier, if we win Monday, I would. I would take not losing the Portsmouth. I would because I fancy us looking at our own away form, which is better than our home form. I'd fancy us to win against Fleetwood and Southend. I would, I, would, I would take having to win by more goals than Portsmouth on the last day to go. And their goal difference is a little way off us. I, it's what's frustrating is that is, is it that tight now? Well, either way. I don't know. I can't remember. It's, but it's 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 not like it's not it's not like they can't bridge it. I think with with Portsmouth as well. Yeah, what's frustrating is that last minute. It didn't feel that big a deal for some reason. So kind of, I don't know. It's, it's Barnsley winning again, and they're actually the ones above us. But Portsmouth getting that last minute winner yesterday, where I thought Burton played really well, like they did when we played them. And what was frustrating is Burton are actually. <laughs> So I've got the third best form in the league at the minute, or the fourth over over eight games. And you think that was a team I looked and I thought if Portsmouth are going to stumble, excluding the game against us, it was going to be against Burton. Yeah, I know. I agree. I think that it was a bit of a kick in the teeth, shall we say? Because I watched the game and actually I missed the I missed their goal because I left for the match. The winner. Um, but it was it was just really, I got, we're on the way to the match and someone said I've scored and it was like really quite it was quite deflating because they didn't really deserve to win the game either 
No, I didn't think that. I did see the goal, and it was a mess, and it looked like it could have been disallowed for a couple of things. Great. Excellent. Like even better. But I suppose you know we've had our moments this season and gotten away with a couple, so I'm not going to dwell too much I, on I that. Keep, I keep like waking up in the middle of the night thinking about Barnsley's winner at Walsall. <laughs> like, what a thing to think about at night. Anything? Well, Portsmouth have got. Sorry, Portsmouth have got. Well, they've got us, and then they've got Peterborough at home. That's tricky. That's a tricky. Like we're just saying that obviously. We fancy our chances there, but it's I not going to be an easy game, is it? I think Peterborough. Uh, I'll double check. I think the decent the la- the final game is against that ring. They'll win that. They'll win that, and but you'd think we would win at South End. So it comes down. They're playing Coventry on Monday, Portsmouth. Coventry at home. Coventry won again yesterday. What's their form like, actually? Coventry's Coventry's is, is pretty good, like because uh, so so Coventry have got the. Eighth best form over the last six games. One three, drawn two, and lost one. I've just, I've just said Coventry scored goals. Well, they scored five against yeah. us, but I think they were the lowest yeah. scorers well, in the league. If you take those five, they've, they've scored eleven in the last six. Well, five of them were against us. Right, Coventry don't <laughs> score goals unless Bolden and Flanagan are playing. So, <clears throat> are there are opportunities there for Portsmouth to drop points. Peterborough actually I was under the impression they were better away than they are actually that <laughs> this is what happened on Thursday the more you look at it the more you stress yourself out so Peterborough's away form like over the last eight games is like they've won two drawn two and lost four it's not amazing is it? it's not great really but they could have they could be scrapping for a playoff place though they've got stuff to I, th- I think the worst teams to play when you're at the end of the season is the likes I know we've got to play them is the likes of Fleetwood because they've got nothing to play for and there's only about three teams in the league with nothing to play for it's weird though because ordinarily I would think oh playing a team in the bottom four or thereabouts at this stage as we've seen with teams like Oxford who are absolutely flying out of nowhere beating Charlton doing us a favour Southend don't look like one of those to me they're, they're pretty awful well I just think that because the teams down there have got to win they're going to have to attack to try and win the game and that just plays into our hands to be honest whereas I don't know are you playing I think the Fleetwood game is, is just tricky because they've got nothing to play for so they can try things which could end up being like brilliant I mean they've got like the perfect mix across the last six they've won two drawn two lost two scored nine conceded nine so like it's they are the classic that that's just like middle of the road. Oh, it just smacks of finishing twelfth, doesn't it? Really, which, which is pretty much what they're in line to do. And that's like really an, an incredible sort of position they're in for for the size of the, the club. Really, and when you look at the sort of last sort of four and eight at home, they've um, they've won one and drawn three, and then they've won two, drawn four, lost two. So, as we all know, Sunderland love a draw, and we actually drew with them 1-1 earlier in the season. Paddy Madden and Josh Manchester scored in that one. I know I haven't really spoken much about Port- the previous games against Portsmouth. I think uh, they've quite a lot recently, yeah. though. I think people have... That uh, Fleetwood game, they missed a penalty as well. Well, saved, wasn't it, by McLaughlin? First, the first penalty we'd saved at the Stadium of Light. Remarkable. The only other one was when Sorensen saved against Watford. 
and because he stepped a millimetre off his line, they made him retake it. It's the only time I've ever seen that happening. Well, no goalkeepers step off the line when they, t- when they save penalties. Ever. Except Thomas Sorensen. Ruin. That was, was that a cup game as well? Like a re- I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, to be fair to Fleetwood, it was one of them in the earlier in the season where a team really came out the traps at us. And they could have went 2 or 3 nil up, if memory serves. Yeah, they were, I thought they were, they were quite good. They were one of the better. It was a long time, obviously, like remembering the, the game specifically is quite difficult. But I remember thinking, yeah, they were, they were quite good. And I thought them to, I expected them to sort of be around the, around the playoffs. And obviously, they're not. Well, they were at one point and they've fallen away, haven't they? Um, Solid season, though. I mean, they, to be fair to them, they're not like that far away. What's incredible is Oxford are only a point behind them. <laughs> I mean, like Oxford, I think, pretty much lost their first nine games or something. Like, and, and so did Plymouth. Well, you look, at, look at who else is in that middle of the, in the middle of the table then. You know, Burton, who I think really are one of the teams that... To be honest, I think they're a better side than Doncaster, so they'll probably go again next season thinking they've got a chance. But then you look at some of the others in, who've moved up the table and uh, who we've played, and you think, like, Gillingham, Bristol Rovers. Well, not great sides. Bristol Rovers were terrible. Like, really just... Really poor. Like, and it's, it's then when you start, I think, you know... Actually, Fleetwood are probably one of the slightly better sides, so that draw... Yeah. Isn't terrible the looking one, back. The, the, one that, the one that really winds me up is we didn't beat Wickham twice. <laughs> yeah, that, they seem to have a knack of taking points off the sort of top side. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, the, I mean, the one at home, though, like, which is quite, like, really irritating because we could have went top of the league as well. And I, I remember there's that one sticks out as being particularly irritating. Um, the Walsall draw for all we had 10 men we were just streets ahead of them well actually the Peterborough game sort of coming back to that that was a game we should have won I mean the first half in that game we were, that was one of the best performances we've put in this season it was during that spell of games where we were really good and we just kept getting red cards yeah well it was a similar that first half was similar to the Barnsley one at home but we only scored one goal not three and if we'd have been 2-0 up at half time we could have gone on and won that 5-0 because of the way the game was going the way they were playing it was so open so Fleetwood I think it's one of those where I know they lost at Barnsley recently with obviously some controversy involving their lovable manager Joey Barton uh, um, 
but I think that is one that he'll be fired up his team will be fired up and actually well he hates us doesn't he well, well, he certainly plays up to it the feeling's pretty much mutual I, I, I. you could see a draw there potentially I agree I think the more I think about it the I trickier think, that game I looks I think it's a tricky it is a tricky game but like but if we win our next two games a draw is fine Agreed, and I, I think we'll beat Southend on the last day. Obviously, we beat them three 0 at home. And one of the worst teams we've played. They were, they were they tried to play football, which is great, but it was a bit like Doncaster. Well, it's it was nothing. To try and play football, uh, excellent. Rather than just play eleven defenders, <laughs> like 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 a Walsall did or like a, a Wigan did, really. And they, they didn't. They didn't just try and kick you off the park like some of these teams either, or like rolling around. They were like. They were a bit of it, to be honest. I think they were a soft touch, and that's why they're in the bottom four. Yeah, I think, well, uh, that and just a general lack of. They went on a horrible run, I think. They, were, they sacked the manager, didn't they? They sacked Powell. Well, in the last 10 games, they haven't won. They've drawn four and lost six. They were 1 0 up uh, at Walsall yesterday, which probably would have seen them safe, really, and they conceded a 94th minute penalty. Safe. It, it, it's things like that when you're down there, like. That's the stuff that happens to you. Oh, absolutely. It's it's. <laughs> uh, thanks. Well, and we need to be, by the same token, ruthless because we're at the top end, and a team that gets promoted automatically at this stage, you need to be ruthless. You need to go out there and put teams to bed, and and like you look at the kind of points per game. They always say two points per game will kind of get you up. At the minute, there's only looting on two points per game, so we just need to push ourselves over that line. And we sh- but you could end up with three or four teams on over 90 points which is quite remarkable well, it is uh, it just like I, th- I think it'll go at the last day and I, I obviously we, I think everyone now would take being South End to go up absolutely I mean we've got on paper trickier fixtures than that one so if we get into that game in second or first because you know Luton you never know We've dropped points against teams that you wouldn't expect us to drop points against. And I don't know, they've obviously the one, I don't know, did they win League Two last season? Um, Accrington won it, I think. Did they? Well, obviously, the, but people chasing them down, pressure could get at them. You don't know. Like, it's Accrington, they're playing Accrington today. Well, I don't know when this is going to be released, but they're playing Accrington today. Um, that's a tricky game because their pitch is horrendous. That's true. Um, you look at it and think, like, to me, you, you kind of just write Luton off. If they if they end up catchable, then it's a bonus. Yeah, well, they're, um, they're going to go up, aren't they? Because like, the, two teams aren't going to catch Luton. I would agree with that. We could still... I mean, it's amazing yeah, to be talking about Four points ahead of us. Like, we've got four games to play. It's not beyond the realms of possibility that we might, you know... So just look, looking at some of the sort of scorers that we're going to come up against, top scorers in the next few games. We came up against Marquis <coughs> yesterday, or whenever you're hearing this on Friday. Well, didn't notice. He was terrible. In Ozturk's pocket. Well, apart from when Ozturk wiped him out and got away with it. Yeah, but great. That'll happen when you walk into a wall, though. Well, it is. Uh, it's going to always going to happen. I mean, he he was he's in a really bad run of four minutes at the worst time possible for Doncaster not that that matters to us you just watch him play though and you think well like, we were linked with I don't know how sort of plausible the link was no. you were linked with him and you think Jesus 
like glad we didn't get him. And it was the same with Dave's. Aye, agreed. And we've and so looking at who we are going to come up against. Actually, have to go somewhere down the list to get one of the one of the top scorers who we're actually going to face in the running. And it's the first is Cher Evans, sixteen goals, four yeah, assists. Well, I think we know he's sort of, he's proven, isn't he? In, in Lee One is a, a, a good a good striker, really. Uh, and again, the next one. It's not. I was expecting to come up across like Peterborough have got a few goal scorers. It's not actually it's Simon Cox at South End on 15 goals for the season, well, which is the same as Josh Madger, who hasn't been in the league well, for months. Well, he got a hurry against Portsmouth. Simon Cox. Uh, he, I don't. Three 0 down at home to Portsmouth, if you remember. That's right, and I don't remember him being remarkably special when we played them. I just remember him being around forever. Like when we used to, when like we were in the Premier League, and he used to like sometimes watch like the football league highlights. He'd be there in like 2008, <laughs> and now here he is again. He um, is now ruining our chances of promotion. <laughs> Some of the others that will be again the first Portsmouth player is Jamal Lowe on 14. Then you've got Paddy Madden at Fleetwood on 14. Portsmouth get goals from all over though, don't they? Like Brett Pittman. Scores quite a lot now, but he he hasn't been in the team for most of the city. It's only recently he started started to play. There was times in the season where he wasn't even in the squad. I thought he was excellent at Wembley, not in the first half, but after after half time he. So I really like Honeyman, and I thought he was excellent against Doncaster. But sometimes the issue with Honeyman is because of the type of player he is, he isn't really that goal scoring ten. He's more like someone who likes to come in and pick the ball up and move it. And then you've got like for me. No, that was, I don't think, I'll take it, like. Yeah. <laughs> you got, like, um, I think Pittman's much more of a, you'll get in the hole between midfield yeah. and, and defence. Make things happen, but he will score as well. And Honeyman's got a few goals now, but I don't think he gets as close to the striker as Pittman does. No, the, well, the goals he scores are probably different types of goals, aren't they? Pittman's goals probably bursting on, running towards the, why, why am I doing actions no one can see? Just feels good, <laughs> but the, um, I think he saw. Uh, I've watched him play a few times, and he's like technically quite. He's technically really good. Like it's certainly at this level, he is. Yeah. He's a legend at Bournemouth, and he came through the leagues with Bournemouth before he got a move to Bristol City, and it, he didn't really get the goals. No, he went there. back there. He went back to Bournemouth, didn't he? Yeah, like, he's a he's a club legend, really. I think at Bournemouth, um, I think you know Premier League's way to way above. He's level bath, didn't he? I'm sure he got goals in the championship for them. Yeah, yeah well, he, I think he he was there when they went up, and he probably he, probably one of them players like remember Adam Lafondra. God, Alf. <laughs> sort of like getting teams promoted, yeah. and then they play they play a Token League Cup game the next season in the Premier League, and then they're sent on loan somewhere else. It's a bit like uh, Billy Sharp, except Billy Sharp's got pedigree in the championship now yeah. but like, Lafondre did to be fair at Redden didn't he this is again it's a bit off topic yeah but it's like <laughs> yeah it's pointless really isn't it <laughs> then I suppose the last two to mention are probably like Matt Godden and Ivan Tony at Peterborough obviously Tony formerly a Newcastle scored that equaliser in the home game against us I'd be interested to know how many of their goals came in the first sort of 20 games of the season I feel like because they've got 13 and 12 and I, I feel like they don't seem to score many anymore. I would reckon like half of their goals came in the first ten games. I, I don't think you're probably too far off the mark. I mean, obviously Steve Evans was manager and he's not there anymore. Awful him. 
Uh, well, they've not really improved with replacing him, have they? Who is them? Oh, it's Darren Ferguson, isn't it? He's back there now for the eighth time. He loves it, doesn't he? Yeah. Peterborough is here. He's like, he just can't. He's Peterborough's Brett Pittman. <laughs> he's Peterborough's Martin Allen. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Another great lower league reference, that, like. Um, I, I mean, what do you think then? So, going in. We've kind of had a look. To be honest, I'm looking at. And the more I think about Peterborough, the, the more I feel like we're going to win that game. I think. I think we'll go there and we'll win three-one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. I think that. I think it'll be an open game. So I think you can three-one's probably probably a reasonable shout. I think it'd be a tight first half, and I think if we can get if we can get ahead in the second half, and then I think as well. I was saying this to my dad earlier as well. I think if we hadn't have had a game on Monday. We'd have been piling forward yesterday, trying to get the third and fourth goal because goal difference could it does matter. Have a big say at the end of the season, and then obviously a lot will depend because it's about momentum and, and things like that at this point. But I, I think we might draw with Portsmouth. They are the other form, form team. They're and, just great. and that's fine. If as long if we win tomorrow, not whenever. What I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> Easter. If we win on Monday against Peterborough, I would take a, I would take a draw. But well, and that's presuming Portsmouth being Coventry as well. So, yeah. which isn't a, it's not a gimme by any means. It's definitely their toughest. Well, obviously apart, apart from us, apart from us. But they've got some challenging fixtures. But they've yeah. got three at home, and that isn't there necessarily the strongest. It's a bit like us because the crowd there, the, the expectation, isn't it? It is, and you know the nil nil at home with twenty minutes to go. The crowd gets a bit nervy. Every a straight passes. Oh, everything's moaned at it. So, it's not, you know. I, I reckon if we can get a point off Portsmouth, we can go and win the last two, and that would be. I think that would see us up. Well, uh, well, it, well, it would really. Unless, but of course, Barnsley for the easiest one in. So if we, so if, hang on, so if we win, if we beat Peterborough, Southend, Fleetwood, and draw against Portsmouth, that's ten points. That's ten points, and Barnsley can only get nine. But, but Barnsley are already two points ahead of us. So we wouldn't go. Uh, yeah. We'd be on the same point, points, wouldn't we? Yeah. And then it would be goal difference. Yeah. And theirs is and superior. At the moment. Well, it is, but it's only three or four. And there's no guarantee they're going to win every game. No, well, they nearly didn't yesterday, and that Shrewsbury game is really again though that that Shrewsbury little to play for really made it really tricky for Barnsley yesterday. It's weird, isn't it, how these things can happen? Because we've not exactly been. Great against some of these teams like Shrewsbury. In fact, well, we didn't beat them at home, did we? And it's, it's you just don't. I know it's like you know we had to talk about it and try and make some predictions, but actually, if you look, you look at Barnsley and they, they go to Plymouth, and Plymouth are in. You know they they're not a terrible side, are they? Huh? Well, it's it, it's a, it's a difficult place to go, Plymouth. Are they? Are they? Again, though, they need to win that. They're kind of in the in the mix. It's still good. I mean, anything good. Well, Bradford are relegated, aren't they? Yeah. Bradford are gone. Walsall are pretty much gone, really. Plymouth, who were mid-table a couple of weeks ago, are 19th. Yeah. And they're only a point, kind of a point two points off the drop zone. There's probably nine teams could go down. It takes a couple of freak results and everybody... You could be sitting now thinking, oh, great, we're safe next week. Here's one for you. They've only lost one in the last eight at home. I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to have to go there. I mean, I wouldn't want to go there ever again after it took me <laughs> three days to get there the last time. But I wouldn't want us to have to go and play Plymouth away. So say say they draw that, they go to Bristol Rovers. Again, 
All right, probably Bristol. You're looking, you're looking at their their kind of position in the league at this point, and you're thinking fifty points, the four points. That they could still go down. Yeah, they could. Yeah, so they're going to need to get. I, I do think though that I think Bristol Rovers are. I, I think we could beat them because just they're not very good, really. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Um, well, you are right, though. They could be scrapping for everything. They'd be scrapping it. They fall behind. You know. In fact, I, I, the, the game before that they've got is Blackpool at home. And Blackpool are a tricky side. Yeah, like. They've got now to play for. They haven't, but they've um, they've been on a bit of a run since they got their, their club back, basically. So they'll take a few fans there. Is that at home, did you say? Uh, yeah, that's Barnsley's like, last home game. Right, well, that's it's not a gimme either, is it? So I almost I almost like don't mind that we're playing Portsmouth because it really puts it right in our own hands. I tell you what, Bristol Rovers are not in the worst worst form. I agree. I thought they were absolutely terrible yeah, when we I played just, them. That's what, sort of, but, that's what sort of worries me about that one. They just generally are crap. <laughs> like that, yeah. like, when you to be honest, when you're looking at Blackpool as well, their form isn't anything to write home about. Um, and because they've got so little to play for I think it's a Plymouth one so if they were to pick up seven points though and we can get ten yeah I know it's all ifs it is we could be sitting on Monday afternoon like above them I I fancy I do fancy Portsmouth to drop points at home I think anyone could drop points anywhere well yeah but I just feel I think they will. I think because of what we've been talking about. I think you, you look, you look, you look back at our game against them at home. We wouldn't have lost that if if Leuven's hadn't have been sent off. We haven't actually mentioned that, have we? That we were down to ten men when we played Portsmouth, and it was comfortable at half time. And that that was sort of felt like uh, like a real because they were to be fair at that moment in time they were running away with they were away when they beat us and that was like they did that Netflix tweet. Oh yes, I remember that. God, it'd be great to really stick it to them at home. Actually, forget it. We're going to beat them eight nil. <laughs> right. I reckon. So we've basically talked ourselves into at least second with a ten point haul. Yeah. Because um, everyone else is going to drop more points than us. So happy promotion, everyone. Uh, Just going to have a beer now. Celebrate yeah. now. Enjoy Easter. What's left of it. And if you're a Peterborough, enjoy that. Eh? See ya.